This is You Don't Say, conversations about the Black experience in Columbia, then and now. I'm Takiya Thomas. In the early 50s in Columbia, the Sharp Inn District, located between 5th and 6th on Walnut, was the central gathering place for Black business owners and the community. But with the advent of urban renewal, the city took over the Sharp Bend area and eventually dismantled it. James Witt is the chair of Columbia's Sharp Bend Heritage Committee. He first heard stories about Sharp Bend in Sunday school from his teacher, Second Baptist Deacon Larry Monroe. Witt met with Monroe at Columbia's Ready offices at the site of the original Sharp Bend district. They spoke about the effects of urban renewal and growing up on and around the Sharp Bend. Here's Larry Monroe. My ancestors, uh, one side came from the Carolinas, the others came from Kentucky. Uh, they settled in this area. My mom's uh, parents, uh, they owned a farm south of town, uh, 380 acres. Uh, my dad's people, well, they were city dwellers. So uh, from that, I had two uh, perspectives you know, uh, urban, as you might call it, and then, of course, a farm boy. Uh, I barbered uh, for 23 years. I owned my own shop on the corner of uh, Walnut and Fifth Street. Uh, By that same token, my mom was a business lady. She uh, owned and operated her own restaurant. Uh, From where we're sitting here would be across the street. Let's talk about, uh, you know, the uh, late 50s and and early 60s, and that's the time known as uh, urban renewal. And I know your family was impacted uh, significantly uh, uh, during that time period. And and that time period also had a significant impact on Columbia and still does. So can you talk a little bit about that? I went into service around 61. Notices, before I left, notices were being sent around. Uh, The development was trying to acquire the land. And at that time, if they could get, I think it was 50% of the property owners in a city block to agree, then they could come in and condemn the rest of it. They would take it. And that was the process when I left going into service. Now, while I was in service, Urban Renewal came in and made the move where people had to move. That's when my mom had to leave the restaurant across the street here from this building. Yeah, when your mom uh, moved, where did she go after that? Well, she went out of business. I mean, she just closed up. Where we're sitting now is in, in, in Ready, Regional Economic Development Incorporated, and their, their responsibility is to bring businesses and things like that into Columbia, and they, by and large, do, do a pretty good job. But this building that we're sitting in, it really was where the Sharp Inn was located at. Is that correct? That's correct. Between 5th and 6th on, on Walnut? That's correct. What, what is your thoughts on, on, on that? I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, the Sharp Inn and and this building. What does the community and, and, and blacks in particular think about, about that? Well, at this point, most of the persons that were really affected by, firsthand, most of those have passed on. Before they did, it was some hostility there because a lot of those people were independent. 
And once they lost their businesses, now they've got to scramble to try to, you know, maintain. And it was pretty difficult back then. Uh, when you consider that your major employment was the university, City of Columbia, and Stevens College, well, wages were awful low. So, you know, it's, it's like a, a baseball player today <laughs> making right, millions right. and then yeah. tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, you know. And that was the impact that it had. You know, most of the African Americans in this community owned their properties. And so what did that do? Urban renewal made renters out of the community. People that owned properties, yeah. Yes. And, and that's where the hostility came in. This is You Don't Say. I'm Takiya Thomas, and we're listening to a conversation between James Witt and Larry Monroe. You can hear more from the series online at kdia.org. Now, back to the conversation. You talked about growing up and dealing with the sharp end and... and and you would tell a lot of stories about, you know, growing up here in Columbia and uh, the impact that the Sharpin may have had, had on your life. You know, Sharpin had, had uh, you know, it had its own code of conduct that, that people operated by. And can you talk, talk to that growing up and what it was like? Well, you would see uh, persons scrambling, going to and fro. You'd see a pool hall. It's actively going, a restaurant with people in it, a barbershop. Maybe a taxi company. Yeah, there's a taxi stand. Mm-hmm. It's about where we're sitting. Yeah. Uh, you'd see a liquor store. Uh, you would hear music playing. You would hear laughter. Uh, you would hear sadness. You know, the whole ball of wax took place within, and it's hard for people to believe it, but it all took place right here in this one block. Children under age was not allowed in this area. You could pass through on the west, on the north side, but you could not walk on this side of the street on Sharp Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until you turned 18 or 19. I was 17 when. I went into the pool hall, which was located across the street, and I had to have a note, written hand note from my mom, giving me permission to go into that place. And the community enforced this. I mean, you're subject to come through and start a lot of gagging over there. And, (laughs) you know, a man, a woman walk up and ask you, what are you doing here? You know you're not supposed to be here. So it, it, it was a, an adult entertainment center, basically. That gave you something as a child to look forward to because you had to obtain that rite of passage. You Don't Say is a special project commissioned by the city's Bicentennial Como 200 Task Force. It's co-produced by the Sharp End Heritage Committee and KDIA. You can hear more conversations online at kdia.org.